Hello and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Struzzi. And today we are going to put our German hats on. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, our, they, I mean, it's, don't they have like feathers in their hats or something like yeah, that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, those green little Peter <laughs> Pan looking things that they bring out for Oktoberfest. Yeah, we're going to yeah. put those on because those are our clever hats and we're going to show off how clever we can be with the German roll and write Ganz schon Kleve, or that's so, is it that's so or that's very clever? It's actually, that's pretty clever. Pretty clever. I didn't even have that right. <laughs> Curses. <laughs> to be honest, I was saying that's so clever like all weekend when people were like, what are you playing? Uh, and then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's that's pretty clever, which. Yeah, I thought, I swear know. to God, I've, I heard that's so clever. But it's probably I from probably you. Told you probably told you that. that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Ganshon Kleva is a, uh, or that's pretty clever, is a one to four player roll and write. It is very reminiscent of Quicks, I would say, the, if you wanted to Quicks draw or Yahtzee, a comparison. Either one. Quicks yeah. or Yahtzee, yeah. Uh, just Quicks in the fact that there's different dice of different colors on the dice that are corresponding to different things, I guess. But um, yeah, this is one that you introduced me to last year when I was visiting. And I uh, really love Quicks, and we played this when we were out, uh, the three of us, you, me, and Liz, and uh, really loved it. So I ended up picking it up, so I'm glad we're talking about it today. But how do you actually play this thing, Alex? Uh, well, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, before we do that, who made this game, Chuck? Oh, God, you're right. Man, we keep forgetting <laughs> that. I, or I just keep blowing right by it. All right. Yeah. Right. Design. I'm on top of it. <laughs> the, the designer is Wolfgang Warsch, artist Leon Schiffer. And uh, it is several publishers, but in the U.S. it is Stronghold Games, I believe, is the primary one here. Is that the copy that you have? I have the German version, which is actually the Schmitzspiel version. Yeah, I'm I'm not looking at mine, but I think I actually might have that one, too. Um, But anyway, Stronghold is uh, is one of the American, uh, or maybe it's the American publisher that brought it over as well. So, but, all right. That's covered. How do we play this darn thing? <laughs> okay, now that that's covered, I will go into it. <laughs> All right, so basically um, what's going to happen is uh, you're going to be playing this game for either four to six rounds, depending on how many players. The fewer players, the more rounds. Um, but basically one player is going to be the active roller of the six dice that are there, uh, and then everyone else will be a passive person, uh, and a round will last while everyone gets to be the active roller one so someone will be the active roller they'll roll dice and do things and then once they're done someone else gets the next person gets to be the active roller and they'll do things and at the end of their rolling then the passive players get to do some things but basically the way it works is you are going to be rolling these dice Um, they're all colored in some way especially if you consider white to be a color Uh, it's really a a shade Uh, anyway (laughs) it's all the colors in one it's all all the colors in one if or none of the colors in one, depending on how you I'm not. If, if I go down this path, it's going to take forever. So I'm going to stop right there. If you're interested uh, in this topic, listen to our separate <laughs> podcast. What colors are in white? Or is it a color? Or is it a shade? It's an eight-part series. Yes. All right. So basically, you roll these these six dice at the, at the start of your turn. Uh, and then you will choose one of them to keep and place on your little score sheet. Everyone has their own score sheets. Uh, just like in, in Yahtzee and in Quicks and stuff like that. Uh, and y- you are going to take that, and then when you take it, you will mark it off on your score sheet. And then the interesting thing about the game is, whatever one you take of the dice that you rolled, you will g- 
get rid of the ones that are of lower value than the one you took. So let's say, for example, you decided, oh, I'm going to take this yellow two that I rolled. Any ones that you rolled in that turn, they go away. You cannot use them. They go onto a little silver platter that is that is in the box. So it's, it's saying that is no longer available to me as the active player. Uh, and then this continues on. You'll remote roll any remaining dice that you have uh, and then take another die. And again, removing anything that's lower than it. And you'll do it one more time uh, where you'll roll and then take one more thing. So you're, as the active player, allowed to take three of the dice. Uh, although if you happen to take a number that gets rid of all of your dice, then you'll take fewer. So, for example, if in the, right in the beginning you rolled one six and a bunch of other numbers and you decide to take that six all those dice are gone you can't use anything else so it's probably wise not to take the high numbers if you're not going to have any dice left uh, to pick from uh, as i mentioned when you take these dice you will mark things off on your sheet uh, the colors determine what category you are going to be marking off in uh, the different categories are yellow blue green orange and purple and they all kind of get marked off in different ways and score in different ways and get you bonuses all in kind of different ways. Um, basically, in yellow, there's a 4x4 four four grid of numbers and some of these are already crossed off for you, but basically, whatever number you pick up, you get to cross off one of those numbers. Uh, every number repeats once, so there's two ones, two twos, and so on and so forth. Uh, and you can decide to cross off whichever one that's available, and if you don't have it available, you probably shouldn't be taking that number. But uh, the way yellow works is if you fill in a column completely with X's, then you get points at the end of the game. Uh, each of the columns are worth different amount of points. Each of the rows will get you a bonus, and these bonuses are in, in all of the categories, but uh, the, the bonuses here are scored thusly. If you complete a row, you get to do whatever bonus is there, which is either like filling in something in the blue category, or green category, or orange category, or it may even get you a, a fox, which I will come back to, uh, no, a fox icon, or it could give you a bonus uh, die, which again, I'll come back to. Uh, the In the blue category, it's similar to yellow, except for you are adding the blue die with whatever the white die says at the time. Uh, so if, say, for example, you t decided to pick up the blue two and the white was on a one, that means you're going to mark off the three. The numbers two through 12 are in there because that's what you can roll on two dice. And you'll mark off whatever the sum is every time. And again, similar to yellow, uh, basically you're gonna score bonuses for completing columns or rows at this time. Uh, your points are scored by how many uh, numbers you were able to cross off throughout the entire game. In green, uh, basically the, the remaining ones are just filling from left to right just like in quicks, uh, basically in green, you there's a number in it that says what numbers you can fill out. So it goes increasing order of, oh, whatever number you fill in here has to be greater than or equal to one. And the next one's a little bit harder. And the next one's a little bit harder. It resets somewhere in the middle. But you basically, similar to blue, score points for however many things you fill out. Uh, and if you get to certain spaces, uh, you will score bonuses, again, similar to the previous ones of, oh, you get to do, cross off a blue one, whichever one you want, or you get an extra die, or you get a reroll, or again, another fox, and it's true for the remaining ones, but uh, in orange, you can fill out any number you want, there is no restriction, uh, but at the end of the game, you'll score for the total number of uh total value of the numbers you filled out throughout orange uh, and then purple 
is similar to orange except for and similar to orange and green in that you can pretty much fill in whatever number you want. There's no specific restriction per box, but the number you fill in must be greater than the previous number you had uh, until you get to the number six because there's no number higher than six on a die, which means at once you reach six, you can start all over. So you could go back down to one, two or three or whatever you want. And again, just like orange, you will score for the some value of all the numbers you've put into purple. Uh, at the end of the game, <clears throat> and the game will end when when you've gotten through all of the rounds, whoever has the most points will win, and I've already indicated all those points, but throughout the game, there are spe all those little bonuses add up, so the ones that allow you to do cross off a blue, if, if you can do that properly, it might allow you to cross off just the right one to get you another bonus, which might give you just the right thing to get you another bonus and that's kind of the the crux of this game is finding out how you can uh cause these uh this domino effect going on uh there are also a, some special bonuses that you earn some of them you just earn because it's the new round uh some rounds will just earn you a bonus the bonuses of re-rolling so if you're the active player after you roll the dice you might go i don't i don't, I don't like this roll then you can use one of those to re-roll or the plus one uh which is basically after all of the dice have been chosen you can be like hey i'm going to use another one of these dice and that can be either one of the ones that uh you've you've used as the active player or one of the ones that are in the passive player's pool um I did not mention this, but once the active player is done, the passive players can then take one of the dice that is on that silver platter. Uh, if they can't use any of them and they're on the silver platter, then they can use any of the dice that are out there at all. Uh, and yeah, that that is mostly the game. It works a lot better if you can actually see things, but I did my dang best. <laughs> did I miss something? I feel like I missed something. Oh, I missed I one thing. Go for those, it. Those foxes. Those foxes. Yeah, I was uh, so, going to say, you, you teased it at the beginning, you never got I teased to it. it at the beginning. I knew I, I said I'd come back to it, and now is the time. So, <laughs> again, you score each, uh, each color has its own scoring. So, again, yellow scores for the columns, blues for how many uh, X's you filled in, and so on and so forth. Uh, for all of those fox icons that you earned, uh, you will score the number of fox icons times the value in your lowest category. So, for example, if uh, your lowest category was blue and you only scored 11 points in blue, uh, and let's say you had uh, three foxes earned throughout the entire game, that's three times your lowest score of 11, which is 33 points. So in the fox category, you score 33 points. You add up all of your... your uh, different color scorings plus the foxes, and that is your total points. And most points wins. So now I've got everything. Yeah, did it. Woo! Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it in a nutshell. It sounds more. One, yeah, it's one of those. Once again, another one of those games that seems more complicated than it is. And once you get into it, you're you just it's immediately intuitive. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah. got it. All right, one one go around the table, and you're like, got it. This is a great one to include, I think, just because, like quicks, like other roll and writes. This is just a small package uh, that is easy to transport. You have uh, this one with this one as well, laminated the sheets. Actually, no, you redesigned the sheets of these for your copy and then laminated them for dry erase, yes. right? Yeah, I, I reorganized things so that I could actually fit the, the summative scoring at the bottom. The way the... The game sells it to you. You put your totals on the back of the sheet, so you're constantly flipping over going, okay, I scored 11. Flip, write that down, flip back over, and it's kind of annoying. Uh, I'm just, I, yeah. So I'm just like, I 
I can fit this on one page. <laughs> and then I laminated and used dry erase markers. Yes, that was another example of I playing a game with Alex, and then I got the game, and then I was disappointed that my sheet was inferior to the one <laughs> you designed because I was like, oh, oh, that's how they did it? Oh, all right. Can you send me that copy of the image files that you did? Because, um, yeah, I tend to just, I have not laminated any of mine yet, but I tend to just use, like, the old sheets of the back, of the back side of the old sheets. Because, uh, like, other older rates, it comes with just a little stack of, like, a note, uh, little, what do you call it, post-it um, tear-off uh, sheets, basically. They're not sticky, but you just tear them off as you use them. Um, it's a pad. That's what they pad. call it. There that. you go. I, there was a word. I was, I was searching <laughs> for it. I wasn't getting there, but I, I was getting, I wasn't even close. But <laughs> you brought it home. Um, yeah, Gonschunkliva is just, uh, it's its a little step up in complexity from um, Quicks. I'm just going to compare this a lot to Quicks because, to me, these are the two dice rolling right, rolling rights that I have that I just feel, I like having both of them because Quicks is more straightforward. This is a little more complicated, but if you're more of a strategic Wanting more of a strategic op- or more strategic options than than Gunshot Cleva offers that, so I, I love this game and the fact that it plays well with all player counts. Um, uh, it is another game where, as the players go up, the rounds are dropped. Is that right? No, I'm, or am I thinking the inverse? Hold on a second. Yes, there's less rounds. As the number the of more... players go up, there's fewer rounds. So in a yeah. four, a four player game, there's four rounds. In a two player game, there's six rounds. Right, yeah. I bet you can guess I... how many there are for three players. <laughs> Between four and six. Um, yes. Four uh, yeah, and five. so so it's it's one of those things too. Like my big, the only the only complaint I'd have this game is it's it's so fun to play when you're playing, especially when you're playing with um, a bigger group. It feels like it ends quickly. But, but that's what it is. That's what it's designed for. So it's not like you're you're gonna play like a four, uh, one hour game of this. It's a it's made for quick play. So it's it's also great too because even in those even in, with that complaint, when you are um, uh, feeling like you've had fewer turns in the fo- in the full go around, you actually are rolling quite a bit because you are you, or not rolling. You're you're doing things quite a bit because you're always potentially doing something on someone else's turn. You get to choose from the remaining dice to try to put that into your sheet in some way or another. So part of the strategy is, you know, using using those. And so, I don't know, I, I just love that in the same way that I love Quicks, where there's always something to do or something to consider. And Gonshot and Caliver even gives you more options and more directions to take those errant dice from someone else's turn and, and try to incorporate them in fun ways. Um, where did you first encounter this one? When did I first encounter it? Yeah, or where, or how. <laughs> Any uh, of those I question it, words. <laughs> I, I saw it on the, the Board Game Geeks. Uh, they did their little video because it was one of the uh, Spiel des Jahres, the Kenner Spiel des Jahres games. Uh, it was up for, I don't think it won. I think, actually, the the game that won the Kenner Spiel des Jahres was another uh, Wolfgang Warsh game. This was, this was the year of Wolfgang Warsh, <laughs> uh, where he had three games up for a Spiel Award, uh, and he won one of them. Uh, and this game just looked really interesting. At, at first, I think when I saw it, I'm just like, mm, yeah, whatever. And then I'm just like, you know what? No, I think this is this is actually going to be really nice. I can see a lot of people near me being like, yeah, that that was fun. That was entertaining. And it, it plays really quick. And 
it's it's got that just just like in quicks or in uh, Yahtzee, it has the push your luck element of ooh should I should I re-roll should I not re-roll should I should I take this number and risk it having fewer dice to roll or should I take that low number that I'm not super happy with and um or you know it, it I think it just pushes it even a little bit further because there are times you're like okay if I go in this direction and I cross off this thing in yellow then I get this bonus and then I can take that bonus and go here. But if I put this here, then I get an extra die that I can use, and I can use that extra die to take that number to put this in purple. And I'm slowly starting to sound like Garth from Wayne's World. <laughs> Back to the to the satellite, yeah. Mister Big's limo. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the options. What's great about this game is there's you know it kind of feels over, especially your first play. It feels a little overwhelming what you can do because. There's just a lot of options, and there's a lot of, like, you don't want to neglect any of them, especially if you're going to try to get some foxes, which you should do because that is a multiplier for your lowest scoring color. So you want to at least have a little bit of number uh, of, of points in there. But there's a point in this game which is so satisfying where things start interconnecting, and it happens, like, a little bit past the midpoint towards the end game when you you take your turns and it's suddenly like, oh, I've got a reroll left, so I'm going to do that just to make sure I get something. Oh, that's perfect. All right, I'm going to take this, and that gives, if I put one in purple, that gives me a blue, and I put that in blue, then that gives me an orange, and then, and then it's just like this boom, 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 boom. It's this really satisfying uh, domino effect feeling of things just happening and firing off uh, uh, for each other, which is just really, really part of the fun of this, of this game. And... Um, I'm trying to think of another roll. I mean, rolling rights, if they're done well, they do all, a lot of them have that uh, feeling. But this one, I don't know. Gancho Cleaver just feels like it does it better than a lot of the other ones that I've I've played. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole thing is trying to find a way to, to get those bonuses. Because if you're not getting the bonuses, you're probably playing wrong because right. you are not yeah. going to score very well. Right. Yeah, it's it's... It's really fun too because for a small game, it does give you quite a lot of uh, of avenues to play around with. Like a lot of people will go after purples because purples are uh, they have a lot of bonuses, uh, bonus options, and they also are usually a high scoring thing. But sometimes I've had games where I just I can't roll very well for purples, so I'll get a few in there, but I'll go after something else, and um, I seem to always go after yellow for some reason. I don't know if it's sort of designed that way, but yellow seems to be kind of integral to whatever I'm doing whenever I'm playing this game. But I've tried just to kind of downplay other colors just to see how it feels. Like I'm going to I'm going to kind of prioritize uh I don't know, blue um, and see how that works. And each color has a different max point value that's available to it. So um you know, orange and purple are kind of whatever you put in there, but you can also be uh, targeted in that, of course, and what you put in there, and then like blue, blue is blue is one of my favorites actually that I've been doing lately because it's so interesting in how it plays. Because blue, you have to fill a row or column, just like yellow, but it's a little different than yellow, and the pl the playoffs are a little harder to do. But of course, with blue, you have to use two dice to do it, so it makes it kind of a unique. Uh, way to go after. So anyway, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you can tell how you kind of get lost down the rabbit hole with this game of trying to figure out fun new ways <laughs> to combine the colors, which is really what it does well. It It's so yeah. satisfying to kind of come up with crazy strategies and, and try to do them within your options of the game, and then it's over, and then it's like you did great or you didn't. <laughs> but it's really yeah. fun to try them. 
one thing I forgot to mention in the rules oh. is that 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 white die. I didn't I didn't mention what the white die does. I I half mentioned what it does. And you can when you pick a blue, you add it with the white die. But the white die itself technically is a wild die. So when you're taking right. the wild die, you can use it for any category that you want. So if you if there was a uh, a three on white, you could be like, oh, I'll use this three for the yellow category or the orange category. And you can even use it for the blue category where you'd add it to the blue die. You wouldn't add it to itself. That would be silly. How, how, <laughs> how could you think that? What are you, crazy? Think, think carefully, man. Do you know why uh, <laughs> white is- do you know why white is wild? Because white has all the colors. And we're back to colors. where we started. Or, or none of the colors. Maybe it, maybe it's <laughs> none of them. <laughs> I don't know anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's that's what's so great about the game too. It does it does these very like without that needing to combine with blue, it it would still be a fun little challenge. But it throws a couple little really fun things in there that are sort of not roadblocks, but things to get things to plan around the fact that what that whenever you fill anything with blue bl- a blue die die is always added to white it always is added to white so you always have to combine them um so then with um the foxes too like the foxes are such a fun unique way to offset uh your your lower scoring colors if you know you're going to be low in something you can try to go after a couple foxes and so that will immediately if you get a couple of them double whatever that is. And so it's just a really fun challenge to get after. And, and it's it's not easy to get foxes. You're going to have to ha- consider them in later later game play to see if you're going to try to get them. But it's more often than not, you're going to get at least one. And so um, so anyway, I just I just really love how they incorporate these fun, unique. Each color feels distinct in how it's done. And each color feels satisfying in kind of its own way when you fill it out or fill a strategy built around it. So just really, really well designed. Um, Wolfgang, Wolfgang Warsh, congrats on you. Good for you, sir. Yeah. Uh, what was the other game that was the Spiel der Jahres winner or Kinder Jahres winner that year? Was uh, it uh, Quacks mine? of Quedlinburg won the Kenner Spiel, that one. Oh, which he made was Quacks? I didn't realize he was... He did quacks. Yes, he made quacks, and he also made a game that we've already talked about, The Mind. <laughs> yes. I also am looking, and I didn't realize he did Illusion, which we have not talked about, but we played when I was visiting that same visit. So that's another one we oh, can yes. consider. That's that's interesting. I didn't realize he was qua- <laughs> he did quacks. Yeah, and he's still making games. Like he's like he's churning them out. Here's the, here's the most annoying thing. This isn't like his like regular job. He's not like a game designer. That's not his like regular thing he's a doctor curing cancer oh oh my god <laughs> all right so buddy like, we get eh, it let me just pop out a few games here bef- while i'm not curing cancer i'm gonna take a break from curing cancer to just pop out a couple award-winning classics there we go <laughs> all right back to curing cancer Jeez, good for him that's impressive yeah um yeah, man, and a lot of variety too. I like Quacks is so different from a lot of his other. A lot of his games are that I was familiar with were smaller games, uh, in in smaller scale. But Quacks, if you haven't played it, is Quacks of Quedlinburg is quite a fun bag builder, and uh, makes sense that he 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 won for that one. Um, all right, what else can we say about this? Let's talk a little bit about taking it out. So I kind of mentioned before that this is similar to Quicks in that it comes in a small box with a pad of sheets that is going to be used for the game. It does come with some really terrible markers that <laughs> are, uh, I mean, kudos for it coming with mar- for markers instead of 
pencils, I guess, but they're they're, they're garbage. They're so tiny. <laughs> they're so tiny and they're so bad. They barely fit in your hand. You know what they should do with these games? They should just come with a voucher for a local office supply store of like <laughs> $3 and just put that towards some decent markers that are going to last you for at least a decent amount of time. But it uh, uh, the box itself, one of the benefits of this taking out is the box itself. I mean, you could use any box lid for this, but the box design itself has a little image of a bowl in it, and you're supposed to, you can, use that as the... Uh, placeholder for the dice that aren't being used by the active player and so it's it's even designed to try to incorporate the box in play to help kind of keep everything contained which i I actually appreciate i don't necessarily use it all the time but it is cool that they thought of that so what are you going to have you're going to have the um box in the middle if you're going to use it or whatever you're going to have uh the dice as you roll them you're going to be setting the grabbing one each turn or each roll and putting it into your onto your sheet as you use it and then the the three main remaining will be in the middle for all the other players to use at the end of your turn and then everyone's just going to have their roll and write sheet in front of them and that's pretty much it so it is great for taking out um probably one of the most versatile or easy to take out games we've reviewed if not except for quicks yeah um, you also have the fun of dice rolling, which I, I don't know. I always think that's such a plus when you take out. It's just fun to roll dice out and about for whatever reason. It's always fun to roll dice, but for some reason, while you're out and about, it's it's one of those things of like it or love it, people are going to be like, what are you guys playing over there? Because there's a lot of uh, oh and ah in yeah. this game. <laughs> and so there's going to be some vocalizations, and the dice are colorful. Uh, the sheets are very colorful, and it just looks it looks like you're playing some insane version of some Sudoku insanity madness, uh, like on acid. But it yeah. seems it seems more complicated than this, and so people are very interested in this game. It stands out. Uh, what else? Anything else you can add to taken out or your experiences taken out that have been good or bad? Uh, I mean, it's 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 really it's very tiny. You have plenty of space for for food and uh i i nearly played it on the plane trip that i took this weekend but i did not because i was too busy watching movies uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's brave playing a rolling game on a plane <laughs> i uh, well, you can you can roll into the box as long as your aim true. is good if you're playing with someone whose aim is horrible do not play this on a plane you're gonna lose those dice <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That is that's true. That's better than I tried to. Shelly and I played to try to play Star Realms on our last planning trip. That was dumb. That was really dumb. <laughs> those cards are so slippery. Those so slippery. I knocked over the deck several times. So that's just <laughs> that's entertainment for the excuse other passengers. Me, like, excuse what me, is this ex- idiot, do it. Excuse me, stewardess. I uh, I need right. you to get my my cards again. <laughs> I drop my cards again. <laughs> I'm keeping this, sir. <laughs> no, not my explorer. Um. So, uh, yeah, it, anyway, it lends itself really, really well to taking out, and it's just a fun uh, a fun roll and write. Really, really fun. I, I really like this game. And also, it's got, I don't know what it is, too, but the my are your dice wood? Yeah, they're wood. Yeah, mine are, too. So, which is actually really rare, and I don't know why I like it. It's kind of fun. It, like, they're wood dice, uh, painted wood dice, and I don't know why that sets it apart in, or makes it it's not better by any means, but it's just kind of a unique touch. I, I just like, they're very light. And so what that means is they feel very light and they bounce around um, uh, very well. Just like, I mean, just like dice should, but the plastic dice, you know, sometimes they feel heavy and which is part of the fun, but these are just, they, I don't know. They bounce differently. I don't know why I'm even mentioning it. <laughs> it's just something to mention, I guess. Right. 
I think All the right. only other game that I have that has wooden dice is Hero Quest. So I that's part of the reason I like it because I I really I, it, it, it reminds you of Hero Quest. To it. <laughs> it makes me think of the times when I was playing Hero Quest. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, throwback. Yeah. Woo. All right. So would your mom like it? I would say. Yes, but I would say she might like other dice games better. But I would say she might be up for this one. That's a pretty, that's a couchy answer. She might like it. <laughs> she might like it. Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to uh, be firm. Not a strong oh like, but I think she'd be into it. I, th- I think I could at the very least get her to play it. Whether yeah. she'd like it or not, I'm not certain. But I think she'd give it a try just because it's similar to Quicks, similar to Yahtzee. There's a, l- a little bit more thinkiness to it. There's some a few tough decisions of uh, do I take this and risk that or do I do that or should I take the green now even though it's not going to get me many points but it's going to make things easier later on that those type of decisions I think she might like it because again you can talk over this and have some yeah. conversation it's not going to be something where it's like no I need to be paying attention the whole yeah. time no let the active player pay attention on their turn you can chit chat all you want and then you just have to pay attention when they're done unless you think they're going to cheat then you then you should probably pay attention to them (laughs) but uh i i don't know i i should i next time next time i see her i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get her to play this one yeah and then she may she may hate me forever or she (laughs) might this is the she might really like it (laughs) this is the one that's going to end that that familial bond (laughs) why did you make me play this game alex why why? Why did you do this to us? <laughs> Weren't um, we good parents? <laughs> <laughs> didn't we teach you better? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be funny if Gancho and Cleva broke up families. But it's so fun. It's worth trying. It's worth um, trying, yes. So, yeah, this Other is just than a, my this... mom. Who would like <laughs> this game? <laughs> Other yeah, other than that, I, this is game is definitely a, worth trying and worth I'd say worth picking up. Like I said, I have Quicks and this in my collection. They're similar and they're only really similar in the fact that you're assigning uh, you have colored dice and you're assigning them to that specific color in different ways. Quicks is more straightforward. This is more a little more complex in the strategy, but gives you a lot more options to kind of follow down that um, mechanism down a line a little bit farther in, into complexity, but not even not even that far. So, I really like having both, and I. To, break one or the other out depending on what I'm in the mood for. So I think this is a, a very high contender on our list of games to take out and it partners well with um, with Quicks because I, I keep bringing it up, but it does yeah. because it's just yeah. easy so basically, to uh, if go you like Quicks, you'll like you'll probably like this game. If you yeah. thought Quicks was too easy, you'll probably like this game. Yeah. Uh, if you just hate dice, especially wooden dice, Avoid this game because it has wooden dice. If you didn't right. catch that earlier, so <laughs> if you have a phobia of trees, uh, well, that's that's impossible to go outside because there's paper everywhere. But <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> but just this doubles stay, down stay on stay in your your vacuum sealed house, right. Uh, right? And and if you're playing this game, you're going it, or if you're you're listening to this and going, yeah, it still seems too easy. Uh, Wolfgang did help you out. He made another. He made a sequel to this game. Uh, called Doubled So Clever, and it is the word so. Uh, Doubled So Clever, or Twice as Clever. Uh, it's basically Ganshun's Clever, but a little bit harder uh, in every category. Uh, it's the, it's a lot more confusing. I'm pretty sure my mom would hate that version. Right, uh, right. 
It's got uh, there. It's but you could basically use the same dice if you made your own little sheet uh, to color it. I decided to actually purchase it and you know support the the, the publishers and things like that. Uh, and I made my sheets double sided so I can use either side for it. So for the regular gons and for the doubled uh, oh, nice. uh basically yeah and so it's all the categories like when you pick up silver the silver die you not only score for the silver die but also for the all the dice that move to the silver platter when you took it uh, it's it's so and then yellow like it's the gold one when you take it you actually have to cross off each number twice to score anything but the first time you score it you get the bonus if you get all the ones in the row it's so confusing and then blue is still you combine it with the white but now it it's a countdown so you're always adding and you always want to take the highest number possible because you can never go back up ever uh so if, if you oh, start with a oh i'm gonna start with seven then the, the the highest number you can put in blue is seven now until you go down to five which is now the highest so you want to work your way down if you can uh, and green, the way it scores is now, it's like, it scores by taking the first number minus the second number you put in. And there's multipliers in each. So, like, the first number times three minus the second number times two. And that is what oh, you score. Cool. And it's possible to actually score negative points. So, if you had, like, <laughs> you know, one times three minus six times two, you're going to lose points in the category. So, you have to, like... Really, and it's back and forth, so that you don't score until you filled every pair in. So it's very confusing. And then pink, you can put any number you want in, uh, and there's technically no restriction ever for any of the numbers you put in. But you don't score bonuses unless you follow the restriction. So then it's just like, well, do I take the number and not get the bonus, or or do I take a different number? And it's oh god, it's. It's it's it it hurts my brain playing this version. Gone shuns I can easily handle and be like, oh yeah, that goes there, this goes there, we're good. Doubled so clever. Oh my god. I'm sitting there going, no, wait, no, hold on, wait, no, wait. Oh god. Hold and then on. there's another extra bonus, which is uh you can you gain bonuses that allow you to take dice off the silver platter and allow you to roll them again. And so yeah, oh my god. If it, yeah, this if if you really like Gons and you're just like I want this a little harder, uh then this is the game for you. Although I'm sure you already know about this game if you really <laughs> right. like Gons. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I've never played this version, but I I'd like to try it. It does look insanely complex like a, a crazy step up. Although it's only rated I think Gons is rated like a 1.93 in complexity and this is like a uh 2.32. 2.32 so not quite twice as much not quite twice as clever but uh, <laughs> not but yeah quite twice <laughs> nice try wolfgang but not quite twice <laughs> so anyway you got some options there these these are either one i guess it would both be good options for um for you if you're looking for a more complex uh, roll and write to take out so yeah there we go ganschon cleva and doppelzo cleva uh butchering that german pronunciation i'm sure yes, yeah but. exactly <laughs> so um it's like when i, I go to it's like when i go to a restaurant and i'm like i love the enchiladas i'm just like ah, i really i keep, i feel like i need to put an accent on it but i'm yeah. like i'm just butchering it <laughs> i always feel it's worth trying if nothing else but uh yes i'm sure it's just horrible um i guess here real quick before we end it let's go over uh, we kind of discussed it but maybe if i don't know if there's anything 
we could add here, but um, who it would or would not be for. I think it's fairly straightforward with Roland Wrights that if you like dice, if you like simple and quick games with a little bit of um, complexity, then you're going to love this. The thing that Roland Wrights do great is they're just there's always things happening, uh, or there's always it feels like you're always doing something, or something's you're getting towards a goal in some way, and there's always a lot of ch- several choices to do. If you don't like dice, then clearly this is not for you, or you're just not a fan of quick games. Um, but even if you're a heavier gamer, I would say this specifically, and quicks, but this more is is something that I would try at least because this could be the roll and write that that you did that you did get into because of its uh, slight higher complexity than others. Um, the other thing is the re- one of the reasons I do have quicks in this is that quicks plays five. This only plays one to four. Um, I have thrown in another player in the, to this just to because I you know whatever, and it's it worked out okay. I mean it is obviously uh, mathed out to uh, designed out to uh, that four very specifically, but you can fudge it and still add another person in and, and incorporate them somehow. But. <sighs> I would not do that. Why <laughs> well, would you do that? You're like, <laughs> Why are you trying to break the game, Chuck? Because <laughs> uh, I like to watch the world burn. Um, so anyway, but you could, but you're, but typically it's not designed for that. So that's that's one of the things if you're, but that's pretty common in a lot of games to have a four-player limit. So anyway, other than that, I think that will do it for Ganshon Cleaver. Um, yeah, check it out. And if you guys want to reach out to us. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at Chits and Chat. You can also connect with us on our podcast hosting page. Go to easedrop.com and go down to Chits and Chat. Click on our page, and there's a comment section down at the bottom there. You can fill it out and send it off to us, and we will get it, and we would love to hear from you guys. So anyway, let us know what we're doing right or doing wrong or what you'd like us to review next for this bar game series. And uh, other than that, that'll do it, I guess. All right. I'm is that clever? Go that's not, not, very, that's not, not a very clever way to end it. Not cure cancer now is what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go and watch some TV and feel bad about myself for not being more of a benefit to humanity. <laughs> oh, man. It's got dark at the end. <laughs> yeah. Real dark. Real dark here. All right, everybody. See you guys later. Bye.